deep inside. Deep inside, growing out my clothes. The stars in my pocket, dreaming about making my hood glow. This sound like every place I would go if I could fly. This feel like every summertime. Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go. And every one of them feels so close, still chasing time. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Hood Therapy. We're your host, Dylan and Danielle. And today we'll be going through the polls that our everybody has answered, or hopefully everybody, that some of our followers have answered on IG. Um before she goes into that, um, I just want y'all to know how uh, happy I am and how much my life has changed. And I'm sure y'all are going to hear the difference in uh, audio quality because we're back together, y'all. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Yes, yes, yes. We're in the same room now, and uh, we're not 300 miles apart. So <laughs> y'all not hearing... Uh, radiators and NASCARs driving past. So, <laughs> yes, sir. But um, yeah, let's get into this. Absolutely. So the first one that um, oh god, there's music behind it. Oops. Okay, so the first one that we did was if your fee- if your male friend wants to have sex with you, then I don't believe that the relationship is genuine. So, 45, no, I lied, 43% agreed that the friendship is genuine, that the friendship is not genuine, and then 57% disagreed. And said the friendship is genuine? And said, that, yeah, the friendship is genuine. So, more people said it is genuine than not? Yeah. Uh... I don't feel like you can have a genuine relationship with somebody and have sex with them. A genuine friendship, at least, because once you have sex with that person, you're not friends anymore. It doesn't matter what you think or what you try to make it. You're not that person's friend. Like, sex does things to, you know, your psyche and... Things that are beyond your intel, you know, that are beyond your uh, conscious, your conscious, but also like your um, acknowledgement. You know, mm. like it has physical and mental effects on your body. You know, I believe in things like soul ties and and energy is is truly real, and you know, if you and your best friend have had sex, you've literally, like, connected your souls together. You know what I'm saying? That's literally what you're doing. That's what sex does. And you cannot stay friends with that person, no matter how. It's either y'all are going to have to split because, you know, you know things are getting too crazy. Y'all going to keep having sex or y'all going to get together. Like, there's no, there's no, like, going back to normal. I mean, I think that, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with that part. I do also, you know, I agree too in like soul ties and stuff like that. But I also think that it depends on the person, like your relationship. In the sense that you as an individual 
and him as an individual or whoever it is like whoever the best friend is because I, I have my best I have a boy best friend but it depends on like you know whoever that other person is and you know it can I think it just, yeah it just depends on you as an individual because and it depends on what you want to Mm. Like it, I think that's also a, a major key. It depends on what you want. If you want something from him, you will always try and get it. But if you know that, you know, like it's not anything that is gonna like, you know, like happen or like, I don't see why you can't. Maybe not necessarily revert back, but have a change in the relationship. Mm. And I don't think that change has to necessarily be a bad thing I don't think that it can only be something that either has to split up not talk to each other again or we have to get together now I think that you can have a genuine friendship after you've stopped having sex but I don't believe that you can really have a genuine friendship if you're having sex because if you're just having sex I mean like it's just like if you were to be in a relationship if you're just having sex in a relationship I don't really think that's genuine but then I guess this question is if your male friend wants to have sex I don't feel like that's genuine because you know he's not being a he's not being a friend anymore yeah he's not concerned about the friendship he just wants to have sex with you that's clearly his intentions beforehand is to have sex usually it's just niggas is chilling and you know, shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It shit happened. It wasn't really planned to do it. But this man is planning to have sex with you. His his effort of making a friend with you, I don't feel like it was ever really there. Because when he saw you, his goal was driven on having sex. Well, see, that also depends. Because I think that that's definitely true for some people. But then other people, that's not necessarily true. Where you have people that, you know, once they got to know you and they see that you're really cool, they're like, oh, damn. Like, I wonder how this would be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, as again, I think a lot of what you're saying is true, but I don't think it applies all the time, every time. Yeah, of course. I don't think so either. But I, I think, like, I guess the bare, like, minimum... I would per se. Mm -hmm. um, especially considering I didn't even hear fully that you said um, he wants to have it. Like, I feel like there are certain things that you just don't do when As you're a friends. Friend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You it changes your, their relationship. Yeah, you call yourself a friend to somebody. There are certain things that, bro, we're not doing this, you know? And I feel like a lot of people get stuck in that, you know? I was having somebody tell me the other day that you know, they're with somebody that hasn't cuffed them, but yet when she, you know, talks about things or talks about other guys as a problem, you know what I'm saying? Like, she has to stay loyal to her friend. I'm like, bro, what's up with you? Like, if you should be... If that person wants you to be you know fully thorough with who they who you're talking to and they want you to give them your all da, 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 then you should let me know yo i'm trying to cuff you like i'm trying to take things serious 
and I want you to take them serious as well. Well, you damn sure not gonna tell me that you're not rocking with me, or you don't you don't think we should be on a, a, a intimate level. We should stay on a platonic level, but yet I can't talk to nobody. What the hell? You don't make no rules, bro. After that, it's good. You got no say. Yeah, it's yeah. There's, over. If there's no sense of commitment, you cannot expect any like you cannot expect things of me outside the boundaries that we have already set. Yeah. All you need to expect from from me is to say hi and bye to you. You know what I'm saying? Like all the things that friends do. We go out to chill, we go out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like we do friend shit. Other than that, everything else is clip. I don't care about how you feel because you you have especially if I tried to do that and you dubbed it, bro. You everything you have to say after that is a dub. I I really don't care about um the words that people say, but I care about when they say it, how they say it, and um the the actions is really what's important to me because that's all you need to communicate. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, man. Okay. Next one says, if you're in a relationship, is it normal to be attracted to other people? So 67 agreed. Mm. 67% agreed. And then 33% disagreed. Mm. Damn, this one is tough. I think that... I don't... I think it's only, like, human for you to, you know, think somebody else is attractive. Uh-huh. I, I don't think because you think somebody is attractive that, you know, you're, like, stepping outside of your relationship. Oh, yeah. Because, like, beauty is beauty. Like, what you see is, like, that, you know, catches your eye. Like, that. that's... that's that's simple attraction, you know what I'm saying? But I think it's different if you were to be, you know, thinking about them, fantasizing them, fantasizing them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's different. But if you're like, oh, damn, like, she's cute. Mm-hmm. Or she look good. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, I don't see how there could be. I know some people, like, get. I guess they get jealous. But then I feel like that also kind of stems from an insecurity that they may have. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for me, I, I have like I have no issue. Of course, you know when we watch movies, we always be like, oh, like we <laughs> see some cute person that come on, and I be looking at him like I be looking at him like, don't you dare say it, don't you dare say it. <laughs> but you know, like I'm not expecting, you know, you to yeah be thinking about her after the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, and I feel like. Uh, it's just as, as you said, beauty catches the eye. You know, whatever catches your eye, you can't help that. You know, as it's just as objective as anything else. You know. Yeah. Like, the the leaves on the tree is green. You know, like there's a car driving on the street. It's all the same. As simple as that is, it's just as the same. That person is beautiful. You know, because. That has nothing to do with anything that you have, like, learned about them or or you have taken the time to figure out. Like, it's, it's off-rip, you know what I mean? Because 
as the more you get to know a person is either they become more beautiful or they they grow into their looks for you or they prove to you that damn they're not really like what I thought they were you know what I'm saying they're not all that because you know when somebody's whack like they're beautiful on the outside but they're shallow on the inside that you like yo they just seem less attractive to you that's for me I don't I don't know if anybody else feels that way. What about you? You feel that way? Nah, yeah. If you if you're like me, I look for personality. Not to say that you can be ugly and I date you. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know, like of course I want a good looking guy. But what really like would solidify our relationship or my like, you know, whatever I would have towards you, that would have to be your personality. Yeah. And if you have if you have no personality, I cannot be I cannot be with you. How do you have no personality? <laughs> Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. How is... That is essential in living human life. You, how do you have no personality? But see, but, I, I... So I have a question now. Because you talked about being close to somebody. Mm-hmm. So do you think you can be attracted to somebody that is, like, in your circle of friends that's not your girlfriend? Not me. Um, so, like, you're saying if... If we all are like closer together and because of the closeness that I found to that person I find them attractive well not really because of the closeness not like like let's say like let's say all right we all we grew up together mm-hmm. and you realize that like like you're like oh like you know like she's really pretty mm-hmm. like she's beautiful do you think that's okay yeah I feel it's the same thing same thing even it's though you know that person you are close with that person yeah same thing. It's definitely the same thing. Because as I said, beauty is objective. You know what I'm saying? I feel like to a certain extent, you know when a person is beautiful and you know when a person is not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, beholder, yeah. But you know when a nigga ugly, bro. Like, you can say, bro, that nigga's ugly, bro. Right. And and you know when they're not. I don't know. I feel like it's just that, as because as I said, as you get to know that person more, and as you get to grow with them, mm-hmm. I feel like your perception of them will change. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Your perception of them will change. But that it's what whatever you perceive as, you know, beautiful off rip is what and you is what you're gonna identify with that person. You know what I'm saying? And as a, for me, off rip is if she's black. I, if she's black, bro, that's one. I, my preference is darker-skinned woman. You know what I'm saying? So, that's just another thing that's going to grab my eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight teeth. That's another thing that's going to grab my eye. Style. That's another thing that's going to grab my eye. How you smell is another thing that's going to grab my eye. Your nose. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what you talking about? Because <laughs> of smell. <laughs> Never mind. Your, your nose, I guess, is one too. But that's some weird shit. But nah, like these are all things that, if they're in the right place, I'm. You got me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you got my attention. That's it. You don't got anything more than my attention. But do you think that beauty is different from attraction? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. I really don't know. I think that I think there's a difference between beauty and attraction. Hmm. I think yeah, I can think you look good or I think you're beautiful, all that you have, you know, physical appearance, you you got it. But I also think there's a difference as to what I guess you're attracted to. And I and I think as I said, I think it just depends on what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Because then I don't think that there would be anything wrong with you being attracted to that person's teeth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or that darker skin tone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think, you know, I think it only becomes an issue when you are fantasizing about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because once you start fantasizing, that's when you're stepping out on your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're not, if it's not about your girl or your man or whatever, I think that's when, you know, like, you, it's okay to be, I think it's okay to be attracted to these certain traits that you, you like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As long as it, that's that's it. It doesn't come between the two of you guys. Yeah, as long as it. As it, long as it stops right there. Yeah, it's like you're attracted. You're attracted. You know, but but as you say, I think the reason why this is even a conversation is because a lot of people are insecure and they feel that because they're not sure within themselves that they have everything um, that needs to be offered to their significant other, you know, they're always guessing, like, oh, does he think I'm, does he think, uh, does he like this? Will he like this? Will he like this? Because really, and honestly and truly, you don't like anything, (laughs) you know? Like, you don't know what you want. You Mm -hmm. don't know what you like. Right. You know? And as a man, I love when a woman, like, knows exactly what she wants you know what i'm saying and i love when women are sure yo i'm going outside with my bonnet today like (laughs) that's me yeah every day i don't give a fuck who looking at me you know what i'm saying like my hair my bonnet feel good on my head i'm aware you know what i'm saying like and the more happier she is doing things that she wants is the more happier y'all gonna be together so you might as well just do what you want. Like, don't worry about what no nigga want for you. Like, because at the end of the day, he can get up and leave you anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? And it's only going to be you. And the same thing goes for men. A lot of men, too, feel like they have to be a certain be, way. Yeah, be a certain way and talk a certain way, walk a certain way, wear certain things. Just because, just for the sake of women, like, men really be working over time and saving a breach to spend money on females so that they can, you know, let them fuck or or give them a certain piece of themselves, you know, and boost their ego. Like, bro, you might as well do what you want because at the end of the day, once all is said and done and she gets tired of you, she's leaving. And you're going to have to keep putting that effort in, bro. You could have... You could have done... You could have worked on yourself. Yeah, you could have done this something crazy by now. You could have been a millionaire. Bro. See, now I, I got to put the post to a sign. I got to talk about this. We got to talk about this real quick. Because I saw this post on on Instagram. hmm And it was this man. He had locks. And he's like, you know, he's like no shirt on or whatever. And he's in the camera. He taking himself out. He like, he know he look good. He know he look good. He know he look good. And people in the comments... We're like, I don't like men that 
are like confident in themselves. That are not even not even they didn't even say the word confident, but they were like how that feel too good about themselves. Mm -hmm. Or like I I don't remember the exact term that they used, but they were like how they don't like when they see men that are I guess what they I guess what you said confident but like overly confident. Like they see too much of themselves. Like they know that they look good. Yeah, yeah, they know that they look good. They don't like men that know that they look good. And one of the comments was like how if if you have a man and he's taking the time to grow his hair and take care of his hair, you should not be surprised if he cheats on you with another man. And I was like, I want you, Bumba. Like what? I want you, Ross. I want you see what people people have convinced themselves that you know doing no, doing the right thing people have convinced themselves that even being healthy is wrong and instead of dealing with their insecurities and their problems they have convinced themselves that doing the right and healthy thing is the wrong thing to do that's that is ridiculous and it's like, okay, I understand the, you know, people that they know that they look good and they're just trying to like, you know, that they're doing too much. Mm-hmm. They're doing too much. I I can understand that. But how can you judge that off of social media? When exactly. number one, everybody is going to try and look good on social media. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to just like not try and look good on like, no, no. social media, everybody is trying to look their best top tippity shape because yeah. if they don't y'all finna comfort them exactly. y'all comfort them when they look ugly and when they product they, they look good on themselves you gonna tell them they're overly confident and you don't like that mm-hmm. and then when they when they take when they take pride in themselves and make sure their appearance is up to par you gonna tell them that that's gay huh huh that's crazy i was like yo what the hell i ain't never seen no, no thing like that before bro Nah, man, I see this all the time. It's like the nature of a man to everybody is supposed to be, you know, just full of of grime and dirt and and stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Where a man could be looked at as homosexual for putting the time and effort into making sure that he's at tip-top shape. I I saw that, that post, too, you know? And the man was extremely handsome. The man you can tell takes care of his body. His locks was like down his back. He like nice and curled yeah. and everything and healthy. You can tell he took, he puts a lot of pride in taking care of himself. And another thing that I noticed is that a lot of people don't take care of themselves for themselves. A lot of people don't take care of themselves because they should be taking care of themselves. They taking care of themselves for, for other people. The next, yeah, yeah, to fit in. Yeah. Okay, you know, I feel like a lot of people do that, especially when they make more money. Mm. Okay, I've they made more money. Yeah, I got to eat a certain type of food now. You know what I'm saying? I got to have a certain type of diet. Yeah, feel me? Like I moved out the hood. Steak and potatoes only. I yeah, I can afford a new a new echelon of food. It's like, bro, you need to do things because they, they should be done. He's taking care of his locks because his locks need to be taken care of. Like, there's no other way around it. If his locks are not taken care of, they're going to fall out his damn head. He needs to take care of his skin because if he doesn't take care of his skin, it's going to peel. 
<laughs> like acne. You don't have acne. Yeah. Like I just I I that's just a weird like I, that's just like a high, I cuz I guess maybe coming up in a Caribbean household it was always try to be presentable. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was not just for the ladies. Yeah. But that's just for the men. Mm-hmm. But then I also can, you know, relate to it where it's you know, the men are supposed to be the one that have rough hands. Yeah. But the ladies, they got to have the dainty, nice, soft up, soft up on them. Mm. As if men shouldn't want to not have ashy-ass hands. Yeah. Exactly. But it's okay because a man has ashy-ass hands because that shows that he's a hard worker. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Do you, see what, you do, see, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, huh? As if the woman not putting as much work or even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As she has hands, because your skin is dry as hell, mean you were a hard worker. <laughs> you just need lotion, bro. Like, bro. Baby put some baby oil, oil or put, put some baby oil on your skin after you come out the shower, and you will not have that issue. But it's not even Cocoa an issue. Butter. But you see, that's the thing. It's not even an issue because, as I said, it's either that they say, "Oh, you're gay, you're gay, you're this," or they like to categorize men. Oh, that man is a certain type of man. That man is a uh, a woke type of man, or he's a, uh, you know, like a prideful type, or he's a soft kind of man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And another guy is a hard bro. It's there's a there's no classifications. You're supposed to take care of yourself. There is no going around that. Yeah. The benefits of taking care of yourself versus not taking care of yourself is. It's a landslide. Like there's you. That's not something you argue. You know what I mean? You don't argue if you're going to pee in the morning or if you're going to take a shit. Like that's not things you argue about. You need to. You need to take care of yourself, bro, and you need to do it to the best of your absolute ability. Without the stigma of of if you're a man or everybody needs to take care of themselves. Fuck what you are. You call yourself a a a turtle. It doesn't matter what you are. You need to take care of yourself the best way you can to stay alive. That's what that's what that's how it works. And people are just are shot. They're shot in the head. You feel me? Like just because you're a man, you can't do this or uh, like everybody expects you to have a certain like like demeanor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or a certain outlook on everything and they generalize everybody based on a couple of people and just because that's your gender doesn't matter what you've been through in your life it doesn't matter what you know what you've been taught your educational background you know what you're interested in nope doesn't matter nothing none of that is 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 important because you're a man you're supposed to think like this Mm -hmm. you know and it's a shame bro it's a shame how how can you call a man gay for taking care of himself? Like that's crazy. I I, I commented under that. I was like, so a man taking pride in himself is something that. So I was like, wait, so you don't make sure you look good? You don't make sure you're presentable coming out the house? Like you don't make sure that your 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 mustache is on point or your beard is on point coming out the house? Right, have, only, have uh, looking kind of, all kind of crazy. I don't do it that well. <laughs> I only do it like a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> I'm only a little good at taking care of myself. Disgusting. Okay, the next one we have here is: Do men cheat because they're unhappy or because they want sex? 
So there is 43% for unhappy and 57% for want sex. Um, and this is pretty close numbers together. This is pretty close. Yeah. I think that men cheat because they are unhappy. I think it depends on the men. I think some men cheat because they want sex and some men cheat because they're unhappy. I don't think there's any one reason as to why men cheat. And I feel like it's not only specific to men either. Yeah. I think it's women as well. I don't think women cheat out of emotion. That's dumb as hell. Because if women cheat out of emotion, so do men. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. I don't believe that just women cheat out out of emotion. That's dumb to me. Because as if men don't have emotions. Yeah. No, they do. You know what I'm saying? I think it's... But I think that's the reason why men cheat. Because of that reason that you just mentioned that. They say women cheat out of emotions and men don't. And I feel like it's because the ideology is there that men don't have emotions. Why? It's just they want sex. Mm. And not that them wanting sex is tied to anything. Mm. That's why I feel like it's a sense of unhappiness. It might not be unhappiness either. I don't think unhappiness is the only emotion. Because they could just be insecure. They could be addicted. They could be, you know, there's a whole bunch of shit that could be going on on as to why they need sex so much. You know what I'm saying? And it's because men are expected not to have emotions and not to feel anything. It's like, oh, I just want to have sex. No, that's never the case. You, there's a reason, there's a motivation, there's a catalyst for why that's something that you want to do so bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it could just be, you know, peer pressure. There's a lot of things that go into it, but I feel like not that it's only unhappiness, but is emotions behind um, why men do what they do. And I feel like, as you said, it's the same for women. Like they say, oh, a woman cheat because they feel inadequate or they feel like they're not getting what they need. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Bro, everybody, there's no difference between, you know, gender. Gender. When yeah. it's y'all doing the same thing, y'all, y'all both the, cheating. Yeah, the main main thing is that y'all cheating, and I feel like women, to a certain extent, are held less accountable for their cheating because their intentions or their reasoning behind it is better than a man's reasoning. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a man's reasoning is simple as to cheating, but a woman she suffered through a lot and she did a whole bunch of stuff and blah 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 blah. So she cheated. And it's like, oh, I get it, sis. You know, you did your thing. Mm, you know what I mean? Interesting. But when a man, it, you know, when it, when it has to do with a man, it's like, oh, you know, f him, f him, yada yada yada, and he is less likely to be held accountable for his actions because, you know, I also feel like because he's expected to be, uh, um, to do what he's doing. I never, I just, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. I, I guess I never, yeah, I just never thought about it like that. That's interesting. I guess, you know, like, men, because for me, men and women, they cheat for various amount of reasons. Mm-hmm. They could be cheating because somebody cheated on them first. Yeah. In the relationship. 
They can be cheating because, you know, they need to be filling a gap inside. Their spouse isn't filling a gap inside. I just don't feel like it's specific to one person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, or specific to the gender. Yeah. Yeah, it's not gender specific at all. There's no different way. And especially that cheat. point, especially that point that you said where, you know, because of the whole lack of men having emotions, that really this whole men cheating because they want sex came about. I think that's, I think that's, that was, I think that was, I think that was part. Yeah, that's why it's so simple. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't locate it. And the one thing I can say about women, they usually always have a, some sense of, you know, um, interaction with their emotions because that's how all women are taught. All women are taught to be conscious about something. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you can't walk down a certain street because there's niggas on that street or you can't do this. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about this, that, and third. Yeah, you got to think about things all the time. No matter how dumb you are, you always have a sense of of um, responsibility. Men don't have to worry about that. Men just do what they want. They're you know not what I'm held saying? to that standard. Yeah, they're not held to any standards. They're not held to any responsibilities or any expectations. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, they're not taught to... They're not even taught to have emotions. So it's like everything they do is... That's why everything they say, everything they do is logical. You hear that all the time. Everything men do is logical because it's point blank. Because they don't think about the intangibles because they don't have to. They're not required to think about what happens in between. You know, so, yeah, I don't, as you said, I don't think it's something that is gender specific. Like, both do it the same way or for different reasons or, you know. Piggybacking off of what you said. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as though um, because men aren't held to that standard mm-hmm. um, or that have that sense of responsibility that women do, do you feel as though that is why men walk out of uh, relationships easily? Or even like fatherhood easily, and women tend to be the one that um, would you know stick around, stick around, or raise that children because they have that sense of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I think, um, as you said, yeah, they don't really, they never really get to understand the impact of their actions. You know what I'm saying? Because I know if every father that has walked out their child's life could feel the guilt and the shame and the pain from that they would never do it even they wouldn't even think about doing it you know because when real men that love their kids are separated from their kids they you know yeah you just feel you ever feel like you did something wrong and you just feel that like how it affects your mm-hmm. you know your every, your every movement yep. imagine Thinking every day, having to live every day with the fact that your child is abandoned and their life is significantly less productive because you're not there. And you're on this earth. You're on this earth, probably with another family, probably to do this to another son. <laughs> and, you're, and you're thinking about that? You would never do it. It would kill you. The guilt would kill you. But a lot of them have, they don't, they have been so out of touch 
with themselves that it's like with their emotions. They're just they're just on impulse. They're just acting. They're just acting. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they think and it's, it's coming out of them. You know, so um, I don't. I definitely think that's the reason why it's easier for men to walk out in regards to women, because as I said, women always kind of have that sense of responsibility. Like, yo, you know, they can always see in between the lines. And and differently from how men, how men do it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, last one. Is there a difference between maturity and growth? So 78% said yes, and 22% said no. Hmm. Interesting. For me, I think there definitely is a difference between maturity and growth because um, you can't grow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't negatively grow. If you're growing, you're always you're always going up. So if if low is day room, right? And you grow, you're not day room anymore. Like you can't be day room and then you've grown and then you're still day room. Like you didn't grow at all. Because literally growing is just the um you're you're at one place and you've moved to a better place. You know? And I don't feel like you can do that when you're uh, that doesn't apply in growth. Now, maturity, I think maturity is just the, uh, maturity has more to do with the time in that place rather than the, um, the, as to where it's gone. So I feel like if you're somebody that's narcissistic as the child, if you're a 10-year-old narcissistic kid and you're manipulative, you can grow, you can mature, sorry, into a man who learns how to use his uh, manipulative and narcissistic nature to get what he wants. Because at first, it might just be like, you know, kind of, you're not doing it really good or it's like, you're not really getting what you want and stuff like that. But as you learn people and as you learn time, through time it matures into something better. Even though it's not a good thing, it matures positively because now you've learned what it takes and it's it's at its, you know, point where it can work. You know, I feel like mat- maturity can go either way. It could be good maturity or it could be bad maturity. And I feel like if you have a, a a cut that festers, it's maturing, but it's not maturing the way it should. You know, it should be. It's it's growing into something worse because you're not treating it. You know. Mm. So what you're saying is that uh, growth is about like the mindset. That has become p- 
positive. Mm-hmm. But maturity is about more so the time. Is that what you're saying? The time? Or even if it's not about the time, but it's maturity is something that can um, be positive or negative. Yeah. But growth has to be has to always be positive. positive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you Yeah, I feel like you can have bad habits that mature. You have bad habits that are not dealt with, that you haven't grown out of, that mature into your adulthood. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maturity is really more about age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, per se. You know? Okay. Yeah, because... Well, I wouldn't say age. I think... Because... I think experiences can allow your maturity to um, grow a lot further and a 50-year-old wouldn't have experienced something that a 20-year-old could have. Like, in those 20 years that person's been alive, mm-hmm. they've experienced a lot of shit for uh, their, act- their their beliefs to mature a lot faster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't say it's necessarily age, but it's um, more so, yeah, it's more so the time experience. and experiences that have gone into making um maturing those ideologies that you have mm. you know but i feel like you have to grow before you mature it takes growing getting out of a situation it's like okay this is the right way i should do it and then you those um as you experience more and as you grow older those ideologies begin to mature you know and I feel like a lot of people live just maturing as if that's something that they can control. You can't really control maturity in a way. You can, but you can't. And I think uh, and saying that you can't really control maturity is like like things are going to control. Things are going to mature. You're going to mature in whatever you're doing, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not up to you whether, you know what you do or what you believe is going to mature because you're always going to be experiencing as long as you're alive but growth I feel like is something that you have to put in the discipline and the work and the effort to achieve so So basically so what you're saying is so growth takes discipline Mm -hmm. but you're going to mature anyways yeah yeah and it's either you mature negatively or you mature positively. Whatever you believe now... Is what it will mature into. And, yeah, you're going to mature into a more, like, defined belief, you know? So if you believe bullshit, you're just going to be better bullshit, you know, or or more polished bullshit when you, you know, as it matures, as you experience more. And as you use that bullshit to, you know, deal with life... It's going to make that more accustomed to your, you know, your personality, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's yeah, I definitely, I definitely believe that there is a difference. I guess for the reasons that you have said, I, I agree with. I think that, you know, a lot of times, you know, people kind of, I guess people, 
the difference isn't labeled and or like defined correctly mm-hmm. or that distinction isn't made and it kind of puts people at like making them feel like they're doing something wrong and people are always trying to be like oh growth this growth oh pe like you know like as if you know you have to be doing something yeah or like it you know like it takes you know more i guess because i also feel like growth doesn't necessarily take eminent action just mm-hmm. like maturity like you're gonna you're gonna mature anyways yeah. but i think with the growth that is i think growth has to really break you down mm. and like not a like a not a bad break you down yeah. but a positive break you down you know what i'm saying like something that can show you your true self yeah like i think with growth it has to show you your true self your true version has to be you know exposed. has to be pro has to be exposed that, and I think that is the first step to mm-hmm. growth. You really knowing who you are. Without any change that you have made, mm-hmm. you knowing who you really are, I think that's the first step. And I think that is what is really important. Yeah. Because as you know, if you have if you find out who you really are, like it does not matter like how how long you take to fix something. You know what I'm saying? You put that first step, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll it'll always be something that Cause you, like I said, you we like like we always say, you know, there will always be things that you have to work on for the rest of your life until you die. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to fix something and then it's out the window. You don't have to worry about it no more. Yeah, you will always have to continue working on yourself. And like as long as mm-hmm. you get that first step there, yeah, you're valid. You're good you're and valid. As she said, what she said was so beautiful because it's the, all about the effort, you know. And people swear that they want people that are already like you know have things all figured out and oh you have to what is it self-love you have to make sure that you fix yourself before you get into a relationship you know what i'm saying and what the the main important thing is you're never going to be able to fix yourself by yourself it's impossible you know what i'm saying you you, there's a lot of things you're going to miss out on because it's just you dealing with yourself going through life you know but now, that's why it's important to take everybody around you serious. That's why you're going to want people around you that will tell you about yourself if, you know, you're doing the right or wrong things. Because, and are truly honest with you, not people that are just there to, you know, take up space. But people that are truly honest with you. So now, you know what you need to do to to put the work in but it's all about the effort the effort is what counts it's not about you bringing baggage into a relationship because you cannot help that that is inevitable and it doesn't have to be a relationship either yeah it doesn't it's have to be a relationship. any type of relationship right? any type of friendship, friendship or yeah. you know with your parents it could be Mentor, anything yeah yeah anything as long as you are willing to put in that effort to change and you have an open mind and knowing that this person is not telling you these things because they want to take advantage of you, but, you know, they truly want the best for you. They're then, able to show you what your unconscious yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. They're able to see what you can't see. Yeah. You know, so once that's out the way, then you're you're fine. You know what I'm saying? You're fine because at that point, anything can get past. You can understand anything. 
because your mind has been open and you're able to uh, put in the work and the effort to change. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm glad we're back together. This is so fire. Mwah. I'm glad as well. I hope you guys heard the um, nervousness in my voice. You nervous around me? Relax. <laughs> I haven't seen her in like two months. I've never gone that long straight without seeing her before. But... This has really taught me to know what I really need in my life. You need me? Say it. Say it. Say it. I'll only say it for the people. Say it. I need you. Ah! Y'all heard it here, folks. And with that, it's a wrap. We're your host, Daniela Dillon, and we out. Deep in my growing out my clothes The stars in my pocket dreaming about making my hood glow This sound like every place I would go if I could fly This feel like every summertime Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go And every one of them feels so close, still chasing time